everyone had to take a couple of weeks and we're right on time. Welcome to 2024 to the Steph and Seth show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seth, how does 2024 feel? Magical, peaceful, calm, and grounded. Gosh. Okay. So we are into the third week of January. Those are pretty powerful words. I'm here for it. Can I ask what contributed to this launch of 2024? Well, you know what? In the last couple weeks of 2023, I did sit down. I realized, and I just wrote down what do I envision for the year ahead. And, you know, a couple of days ago, I said to you, I'm not ready to share my goals yet. Or I just, I haven't really done my vision board. And I think it's okay because mm. before it came, I prepared myself. So as much as I thought, oh, I'm not prepared here. I'm like, wait a second. I did prepare myself there. Mm -hmm. So here I feel like I've got this. Mm. And there's no I love pressure. It. No pressure. No pressure. Goals on your own time. Goals when they fit. It kind of feels like a pair of pants. You're going to put the right pair on at the right moment in time. We're here for it. Um, you know, I asked that question because I wanted to jump on and say it really does feel magical. It feels like wonder. It feels like awe. And what contributed to that for me was a complete slowdown, like a two-week break that feels like maybe one of the best things I've done in the last 10 years, which was not overplan anything. When I got this twinge of boredom, you know, where I live, we count on like the snow coming and it being this like epic, magical winter wonderland. And it wasn't, it was springtime and it was raining and it was green. And instead of like packing the car and booking a flight, I got bored and I read books and I baked cookies and I gave them to the neighbors. And then the neighbors would come back and be like, I've eaten all my cookies. And I'm like, oh no, you need more. And I would bake more cookies. And it just felt like this slowdown that was so extraordinary. And the basics and the boring quote unquote pieces of life were done with extraordinary joy that I found this new level of magic in 2024. And it wouldn't have been possible if it didn't come for me with this sense of, and I'm going to put boredom in quotes because there's really nothing boring about the beautiful, simple things in life. Um, yeah, I feel, so I feel so aligned. I feel so right on time with you. And that feels really cool. I wanted to ask, do you want to reflect on 2023 or do you feel like we wrapped that in a bow in the latest podcast that we did with Zach and Dean? If you haven't listened to that, we did a collaborative um, pod at the end of December. Is there anything left behind in 2023 for I you? I love that you asked that question because it's not often that we look back to mm. say, what is left? Where's the residue or what am I not complete with that I'm bringing forward? And so I'll kind of just do a scan and see what am I not complete with? Hmm. I guess one, one thing that I'm continually bringing forward or what's here for me now is um, just so much appreciation for 2023 and when people are talking about what happened in 2022 and what 2023 brought, I'm like, oh my gosh, remember that? So I think that it's about honoring everything that did happen in 2023. 
Um, and then bringing in that like awe that you talk about for 2024. And I guess mm. the seeds that we planted in 2023 are coming to life here. Mm. So that's, I mean, I don't know anything specific yet. And I do know that some things that I really wanted to get up to last year might be transferring over to this year. And that's what's helping this like slow down or it's all coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that. I mean, when we plant seeds, the magic of mother nature is we actually don't get to determine when they sprout. And, you know, sometimes it's the third year of their germination cycle that will reap the, the most beautiful crop. And so when is it time? And the seeds are planted. I, I really love and I heard the word residue and I heard um, incomplete. And I think those are powerful words. If you're listening to this podcast to just consider, is there any residue from 2023 or is there anything that you're incomplete with? And I always love the reminder that you give me, Seth, that all of this is a choice. So you can choose to complete or you can choose to leave something incomplete if that is what will serve you for the new year. So I, I hear you. I hear your voice in my head when you say those things and it feels really powerful. I want to answer that question and say that the piece I'm leaving behind in 2023, and I want to caveat this with, I don't think consciously I was there in 2023, um, was a bit of an autopilot. And that was residue from 2020. And this like survival mode from 2020 to 2023, there's a lot that's happened in the world. And there's a lot that we have been in response to whether we like it or not, whether we have been conscious or unconscious about it. And some of that is you cannot leave your house. Some of that is you cannot travel to certain places. Some of it is, it is unsafe in this part of the world. These are things that have been happening. And in 2024, I feel like I'm ripping the autopilot button off and I'm here to be so conscious of choices of time. And I'm here to follow all law. Please don't hear me say that I, you know, I don't want to listen to that. I just want to be awake to, to this new year. That feels really real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay, let's dive in to okay. anywhere because you are, yep. you know, you've you've started a list, and that's a beautiful place of where goals germinate from. Um, sometimes it's a list, sometimes it's words or pictures. Tell me where you're at in your relationship to 2024 goals. Um, okay, I'll kind of go everywhere, and I'll also I want it to support people who are also finding. I don't know if everyone who's here listening it has a goal practice. I don't want to assume that. And I also know the power of mindset and goals. So I'll just share and see what resonates. Um, this year, what I did is I started with different buckets and I had a family bucket, health, finance, community, professional, romantic, yoga, and home. <laughs> so yoga is like spirituality. And so I'm connecting deeper into what is it that I want? And it was because in 2023, I heard this difference between need and want. And I wanted to embrace what are my wants, not my needs. Needs are important and wants are where the like aliveness lives. So I kind of started there. And then I wrote a list of things that would light me up. Mm. Um, yesterday, I added one around healthy meals. Mm. And it's in the work day, you know, when you're working and you're like, oh, I'm just so hungry. I need to eat something now. And I hear that 
um, from you and, you know, from other people that I've talked to last year, that protein is so important. And so I'm like, how do I eat healthy and balanced meals? And so I've started to put my manifestation power out there for who can teach me how to cook. And I want to learn like new ways to cook healthy and balanced meals. I love it. The goal being vitality. Mm. So that's actually not, that's a step towards the bigger goal. Yeah. Powerful. Okay. Can we, can I ask you some questions about yeah. your goals from a okay. place of curiosity? When right. you have so many buckets, yeah. how, how do you focus or how do you know what's important or on the opposite side of it? Is it like all of these things are important to me. And so I'm going to touch in at different points in time around the year on these different pieces. Tell me your relationship with the various buckets of your life. Yeah. So I start big because that's who I am. That doesn't work for everybody. What overwhelms some is called my limitless possibilities. So I go really big, I cast the net really wide, and then I bring in what's really important. And then half of them might never be focused on. And that's the like, maybe these are five-year goals. So I know that some of them may not be the 2024 goals. So that's that. This morning, I literally wrote down and I have a financial goal. Every single day, I will save a certain amount of money. And so this morning, I wrote down a hundred little boxes. I was like, oh, wait, should I buy a calendar for that? Oh, that doesn't support my financial goal. So I literally wrote down a hundred boxes. And every day that I save a certain amount of money, I'm going to check it off for a hundred days. I love it. So they show up in different ways, you know, eating healthy. I ate a salad yesterday and that was the most important thing I could have done yesterday. Powerful. I love it. Awesome. Are there any anti 2024 things for you? Meaning, are there any pieces that you're like, I'm a no for these things in 2024? Yes. And I've, I've made decisions and it started last week. So I like to do a lot of things. (laughs) And I've said no to one particular thing that made my day very long. Mm -hmm. And last week I was in the impact of it. And I was so appreciative of my decision to create a boundary for me to have space. The Mm -hmm. thing around boredom is that when you say no to something like getting on a plane, then you are there and it could take a long time or a minute to go, well, if I'm not doing that, then what's possible? And that was the coolest thing. So last week I was like, wow, I'm not doing that. So what is possible? And then it supported my other goal of spending time with my kids. Amazing. I'm hitting the pause button on this sweet episode to tell you about something that you might like. Our newsletter, we call it the Corkboard. It has all things juicy, whether you are looking to keep in touch between episodes or find out more about our coaching, development, or hot new jobs that we're working on. The link is in our show notes. Your inbox is sacred and your time is too. So now let's get back to the episode. I want to riff on goals as a parent because you were sharing that you had some goals as it relates to your kids. And I'm wondering how that is. Do you feel like you're putting goals on your kids? And I don't say this with judgment, Seth. I say this because I think it's so powerful. Like as parents, I've I've heard some parents be like, oh, my 16-year-old is so lazy. They're in bed until 12 o'clock. And I'm like, what if that's what your 16-year-old wants to do? Like, when do we project and when do we give them space? And what's your relationship around that? Um, 
it's so it's so lovely. I love this question. And I um so I listen to their goals, whether they know they're speaking goals or not. From oh, cool. at I then go, how can I support them or move obstacles away to help them achieve that goal? Mm. So, you know, I have two goals that I, one goal specifically that I've checked off on my goal list already was my daughter wanted to become a babysitter and certified. So she had a date planned. I signed, I signed her up for it, right? Flew back in 2023 from our trip on the night before to make sure she could make that day. I had actually booked over it and realized that I needed to change my flight back so she could make that day, then getting her there. And then once she achieved the goal, that wasn't the goal. The goal was to actually babysit. So then finding her babysitting clients. So I'm so involved in them being successful right now until they are self-sufficient. Amazing. Yeah. But I don't totally. put goals on them that it just doesn't work. I, the goal I put on my son last year was to play guitar, I bought him a guitar. I signed him up for lessons and guess what he didn't do? Practice. Got it. That's not his goal. That was my goal. I put on him. So powerful. What is he doing with his guitar now? Nothing. It sits there. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm like, do I want to play guitar? <laughs> Does anyone need a guitar, Steph? Do you yeah. want a child guitar? If you need, you if your kid needs a guitar or lessons, call Seth because she knows how to get you a guitar and get you lessons. <laughs> Amazing. That's a question I haven't asked you about the well, feeling. I want to ask you that goal, and not related oh. to kids, but related to friends, family, mm. partners, mm. like or clients, like there's mm. always a moment where we want to put goals on people. So what's your experience with that? Oh, it's so funny that you say that because it actually trickles back to the question I asked you of what is your no for 2024. And I have a few words that feel really true for me in 2024 on my no list. And one is stingy. I don't want anything stingy, no stingy communication, no stingy relationships, like all in big love, enormous love or no, and just let it be. So the other word that I, I feel very passionately about leaving behind, and this is a big one for me, Seth, because I feel like I've identified as it until 2023. And the word is relentless. Mm -hmm. And the relentless pursuit of, come on, come on, come on, just one more time. I'm going to reach out just one more. I'm, I'm not going to reach out just one more time. I'm going to do my very best. I'm going to show up. I will absolutely respect your no the first time. And I am so present to how other people show up to be present. So if people want to give you their time, what a gift. People don't want to give you their time, carry on. There's a million backstories, side stories to that. The relentless pursuit to fit in, to find a minute, it's just a no. Let it be a no. So the relentless pursuit feels like it's getting upgraded in 2024 and it feels really present. And what I also need to share is that relentless might be my no, wildly committed is my yes. Mm. So when I say yes, I am 150% in, in integrity to be there, full stop. So I think there's a, there's a difference of not a lack of commitment, 
it's a complete respect of of where you are. And um, in December, I had the sweetest pleasure of all to hang with Seth Godin in New York. And I said, Seth, I just, I can't believe you made time for me. And he was like, made time for you. It's like, what else are we going to do? We make time for work and we make time for this. And why don't we make time for people who matter? And I just want that in, in a mason jar with the lid on to be the feeling of all special relationships in 2024. The barista at the coffee shop, all in, mason jar, lid on, make the time to be present where we are with our two feet in that moment. Is that a long-winded answer or the truth? I think there's so many beautiful things to pull from that. Mm. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. (sighs) And it is big. If you use the word relentless and and that energy, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're shifting your energy and your Mm -hmm. words, that changes your life and your actions. So that is transformational. That's big. Well, and I'm calling it transformation. Q1, my word is transformation. And just yesterday I said, you know, if we're up for transformation, what needs to transform? And that feels really powerful and really, really cool. You know, one of the things that transformed for me already in 2024 was that like you, I wrestled a little bit with, I'm like, what are my goals? And perhaps they need a little bit of time to come and germinate. And I'm okay with that. Yet there was one goal that just felt like, like that lightning bolt that like, this is such a heck yes. And the goal is a bit of a scene, if you will. And the goal is that my hair is long enough to go in a braid. It's not right now that I'm going to wear this certain pair of overalls. They don't fit right now. And I'm going to have dirty hands with really great gardening gloves. I don't own those great gardening gloves yet. And I'm going to make my vegetables delicious and my flowers ginormous. And I'm going to get rid of a front lawn so that it's only living, beautiful plants. And it is going to happen in August of 2024. And it feels like so many things have the opportunity to happen between now and August. And the funny thing is when I set that, there's a time, I feel a certain way, all of these pieces. In the beginning of January, when the snow hadn't come, I got so excited to go out into the garden and I chucked my little garlics down a little bit deeper because they're already thinking it's spring. I'm like, no, no, go back to sleep, garlic. And I trimmed my kale and was like, no, no, don't sprout yet. No wintering kale. And I prepared my little pumpkin patch. And I felt like, oh, this is a vote toward the person that I'm up for being in 2024 is I'm here to tend and care for this garden. I'm so excited about it. So Yeah, I feel like these are all really cool new approaches to goals for folks like you and I that have been so obsessed for so long. And there is great power in the structure. And what I heard from you is like, hey, I have a bit of a list, a checklist going. And I was like, you know what? I have a bit of a scene going. And like all of these different approaches are, are perfectly okay feels really cool. Well, if you get to where you want to go, as as we stay the course, right? There's like, if you aim at nothing, yeah, right. If you aim where you want to go, you're going to, you're going to go. And that's the most challenging part is where do I want to go? How do I want to be along that path? And so um, that's what I want to not over obsess about. And that's what I want to let happen. And so I have a list going of 
what have people asked me to do this year so far? Because sometimes I don't listen. And that's the, like, where have I been invited that I would normally take for granted, but I write it down. I haven't given an answer, but where have I been invited to go? And is it aligned with my path? Yeah. So powerful. Well, speaking of a path, um, I think of the journey on a path comes one foot at a time, which makes me think of habits. And our friend James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits, speaks about, you know, goals without habits don't create change. And his question was, um, what are the habits that you're up for injecting into your life to become the person that you want to be this year? And perhaps that is the question we could leave on. Do you have an answer? I have a few nuggets that I might be up for sharing. Had the podcast that you shared with us last week or mm-hmm. whenever this week, was it this week? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> and so I, what was the podcast, Seth? Let me go find it. Was it Dr. Chatterjee's podcast on the power of journaling? Yes, that was it. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. And one thing he said is have it accessible have whatever you want to do around. And, and we do that right with our weights or whatever it is, water, have it accessible. And so now with the journal, I did mm-hmm. buy a journal for this year on purpose. I haven't got one okay. in years and maybe it's because I had a journal. And so then I just didn't buy myself a journal. So I bought a nice journal that I love and I have it. And this morning, yesterday I've journaled, I've journaled this week, but this morning I sat down and I answered his questions that he posed and I made some up, but it was, you know, what's the most important thing I can do today? So that now, thank you stuff is one of my habits and what am I grateful for? And then at night I'm going to journal because he said um, 25% of people are more productive or successful when you journal at night. And the three questions is, what did I get up to today? What would I do differently? And who did I help today? Or I, I might have watched those questions, but I'm like, no, yeah, it's perfect. Oh, so, so good. that's going to be my habit right now. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Yes. We'll make sure that Dr. Chatterjee's pod is linked. Um, it was a podcast from the end of 2023. And I just, I listened to it with, with such joy. It really hit my heart about this is a way that we can be better. I'm here for that. Yeah. What I want to share on our road of habits is the path, as you say, the power in having my like scene in August, if you will, is that I look for beauty in many different places. And how, how can I make anything a little bit more beautiful? How can I make anything taste a little bit more delicious? And I keep thinking about like, you know, there's, there's an underlying thing for me around destruction in that, like, I want to get rid of and destroy this plot of grass. I don't want to water it. I want things to live and grow here. And so I'm thinking of like, you know, not, not in a terrible way in a, in a new growth kind of way, what needs to be destructed for new growth. And when I think of that daily, it helps me feel more connected to a summertime goal. And that feels really cool. So yeah, that's what I wanted to share. So fun. Well, here's the first pod. There's many to come. And I'm going to um, I'm going to wrap this pod with a question that if you're listening to this, and there's anything specific that you would love Sess and I to riff on this year, 
if you have a question, if there's a topic, anything you're loving that we should know about, please consider this the end of the pod, the invitation that we would really, really love to hear from you. And with that, we wrap it in a bow and wish you only the best for 2024. Oh, hey, before you go, you know, listening to podcasts on this thing called the internet, it's a wild ride. And what would be so helpful on our wild journey is if you would be so kind to jump on and give us a review. Four, maybe even five stars. It really helps. Thanks for joining us.